Simpson. And Japan have gone absent without leave. This is Whitmore. Paul and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Paul Chad. Greetings, football lovers. Welcome to Ball Chat Podcast, the show where we review some of the week's major news in the world of football. And what a rotted week it was. Jaja, my name is Benton, along with the family. George, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, it's a set up government here. <laughs> <laughs> what are you yeah, doing, family? How are you still? Well, I'm, I'm good enough. Like you said, it, it, it's... For one, it is a running joke on social media. January feel like it's been going for the last eight weeks. It feel like 10 weeks ago it was Christmas. And January finishing with a bang. Why January I go hard? From, <laughs> from, from Jada Kingdom and Stefan Dan start the thing. <laughs> now Liverpool fans in the morning. <laughs> Bigger. <laughs> Yo, open the phone line. A big up, big up, big up, big up to my sister in Keisha Coffee from Coffee Radio. Coffee, she always she 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 keep her eye out on sports, right? And 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 and, and the sports posts, and then, and then she she have what what them call a wellness wellness center, right? Yes. Where she open a wellness center for people that are going through stress. So she will always say like. Philadelphia Eagle fans, the wellness center is not open. Well, Liverpool fans, the wellness center is not open. Big up downtown, Stuart. Big up yourself, family. We'll get to Jurgen Klopp. Um, money, yo, Titanic um, uh, news departure, uh, eminent departure from Liverpool. At, why, why, Julia, you is a obvious man, a.k.a. you can look in at your crystal ball and predict accurately did you have this one in your prediction landscape junior no not 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 for me i, w- I will discuss it but um no not not and and i'm calling bs our what club said okay i'm calling bs okay all right wonderful all right football family we are wild week um in the world of football as in a major news stories not only have jurgen club out or leaving at the end of the season you have Xavi Hernandez also deciding to leave football club Barcelona at the end of the season well we know Xavi is a bug still but big up as a coach but big up yourself Xavi Mikel word is Mikel Arteta no 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 <laughs> no no that's that's false <laughs> don't, 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 don't even say that don't even send the Arsenal people in, into pandemonium right now, because remember, you know, remember we have an audio version so people can't even see your face so you're saying. So no, uh, don't do that. <laughs> uh, all right, so we have Liverpool news. Of course, we discuss Xavi departure, Jurgen Klopp's departure from Liverpool, Xavi's departure from Eminem departure at the end of the season from Barcelona. Um, we'll discuss Afghan as Congo and Egypt, the Pharaohs. Of Egypt and Congo, DR, um, DRC are into extra time. Well, Mohamed Salah might make it back if they make the final. So let's see. Let's see if Egypt is a one-man side. 
Um, CONCACAF releases schedule and the outlook for 2026 World Cup qualifiers, the group stages, and the landscape of when things will start. We'll take a look at our early reading on CONCACAF World Cup qualifier schedule. And we'll wrap up with what's going on with um, Asian Cup, because we never touched it yet. But ballers and bugs first, family. If you have ballers, send them on. Bugs, send them on. Ballers, impressive players. Of course, sorry, I did not include this in the lineup, but the FA Cup. Emirates FA Cup. We'll look at FA Cup results also. Um, ballers of the week, family. Who do you have, Junior? Impressive players Wait, of the week. Well, you know, you know, um, this show is ball chat, and we primarily talk about football, but every time we, we kind of dabble and, and sprinkle in other sports, right? How can I, as a proud Jamaican and a proud West Indian, not come on and salute the young West Indies team for their victory in against Australia. In a little test match, a one test match, um, but the, it's a momentous victory for this young West Indies team. They get my ballers, not the ICC, that mean not, not the West Indies cricket board, not the selectors, the cricketers themselves, the young players. Salute to the young players them. Also, I have to give it to the FA Cup. Every year around this time, Menton, every year around this time, I come on on this show and I say, my ball of the week is the FA Cup because there is no um, competition where the unthinkable can happen like the FA Cup. There's none. And 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 you, you see, what we get to say, like today with um, Manchester United playing against a bunch of farmers, the farmers them, the fans in that stand, showed why English football is so magical. You have some fans of, so of a team that is not going to go anywhere. They're not winning a Premier League probably in any of those fans' lifetime. But they will sit there and support that team to the max. And that, to me, is the beauty of the FA Cup. And they don't know, Maidstone um, United beat Ipswich, which, which personifies this round, round of the FA Cups. So Maidstone... Hats off to Una as well. Una go on wicked. And the, just to clarify, the farmers that you referred to are called, um, the actual team name is what? Newport? Newport, yeah. Yeah, look, Newport. Cigarette side. Up, you know? Of course, and, and that's true, but that, that is the beauty of the FA Cup. Everybody knows that at any moment, one of these non-league sites will get up and bite you. And and that's it's, it's it's interesting football family, how we can call the th the defeated team farmers know that they have now Manchester United won the game. <laughs> I'm sure you weren't calling them farmers when it was two two, eh? The man who scored a goal it was a dairy farmer. <laughs> the second goal <laughs> was just a, recently a dairy farmer, and the man the man beat Varan to the ball a dairy farmer beat Varan to the ball to beat the goalkeeper at the near post. Oh. If that is not the beauty of football, I don't know what is. Well, well, your your first ball, a big up, big up, your first ball of, the, of this week, West Indies cricket team, the man who assassinated um, the, the, the Australian team, Shamar Joseph. Shamar Joseph, yeah. Was a security guard. So, farmers, <laughs> dear farmer over there, sir. Score against Manchester United. 
and security guard that take seven wickets. In, Not only that, in, his in first official, his first delivery, his first official delivery in a test match was a wicket. Yeah. So you can't write any better story than that. Ballers and bug segment, family. Send on your ballers. All right, my ballers of the week. Um, let's get to real ballers and not what whatever George said. Let's real ballers of the week, as you don't know. Um, Angola's Gilson Dalla, ball of the week, youth. Two goals. Angola has definitely done something special at this Afghan 2024. This team is a dark horse. I'm not talking about how the man them look or them skin color. It's just a metaphor. There are this team. <laughs> the joke, the jokes write itself. The team, boy, yo, the joke department, yo, just sending in jokes left, right, and center. <laughs> um, Gilson uh, Dalla, big up yourself. Ball after week, two goals. Impressive, impressive tournament so far. For, well, regardless of what happens against Nigeria, who they will play in the next round, an impressive tournament by Angola. Big up yourself. They're into the last eight. They butter bruise Namibia, even with 10 men, after their goalkeeper ran out and handled the ball. But that is a whole other story. We'll discuss that in our Afghan roundup. But um, not, not, to, not to put you under pressure. Ah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your ball. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, go, 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 go. pressure around you. No, no, we, 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 in the Afghan round of ballers. In the Afghan round. All right, other ball of the week. Inaki, how can it not be Inaki Williams? Inaki Williams flew, what, 14 hours or however long it was from Cote d'Ivoire, Ivory Coast, all the way up to Atleti. Is why, in the Basque country of Spain, and orchestrated... Barcelona's elimination from the Copa del Rey. Scored a Inaki goal. Williams, get a ball after week, man. Him score a goal too. Uh, yeah, he did, Junior. Thank you. <laughs> so he, fly, he, fly, he flew private jet, got to the game, got on the, on the team sheet and played, right? While some other guys fly private jet and don't even get to play the game when them, when them, when them fly for and then Go out with foolishness the next game. Well, then right. some other guy didn't play a game and they realized he's not good enough and then they bench him for him cousin. But no, but not, not, not the first game after him land. Yeah, not the first game after him land, but he played he played the next game and then I he got benched by, for his cousin, all right? <laughs> Why? Yeah, we need a, 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 a drum button, you know, because the jokes department... The humor department keeps sending in jokes. And, right. and we're just getting started. Bugs, bugs of the week. Unimpressive players, family. Um, this whole Jurgen Klopp story, I don't know what it is, but something feel buggish around it. <laughs> something feel buggish, Benton. I, 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 <laughs> Let me just put that. The, we still talk about it. Like we said, the jokes keep coming. Ja, Barcelona. Xavi came out last week. Or, yeah, it was last week. Or, I think in this week, he's, he had a press conference and Javi said um, something. To, I, I'm going to paraphrase by saying, you know, I know the quality that Barcelona um, should portray at all time. And if I feel like I'm not 
producing or helping the team produce to that standard, now I take on myself. Next thing you hear, Javi take on himself. And how does Barcelona follow up with that today? The, uh, yesterday, the Yellow Submarine sink them in Barcelona. Not the new new camp, because the new new camp is still, be, is still being built. But every single player at Barcelona, the levers that were pulled, I hear up here, this might be a too soon joke, but the levers have broken Benton and there is now a tidal wave at Barcelona and it is now overrun with just water and them taking our water, they're sinking. And Javi, the captain of the ship, <laughs> jumping ship, and the levers that were pulled cannot be unpulled. I'll be here that bother them off. Barcelona is just in that game against Villarreal. You, what, they were down 2 0, come back and take the lead, and then for lose, give her what, three goals in the last 90 in the 90th minute or something like that? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, the jokes just keeps on coming, huh? Levers that was pulled, Xavi jumping ship, <laughs> Barcelona underwater. Um, all right, um, big up BM. Ren- uh, BM says Reynolds, who scored for Midstone against Ipswich, a yard man, who Paul Grimson with him, mad self, don't call him up. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> hey, the one protect Shamar Nicholson's position. <laughs> <laughs> and Shamar Nicholson gets a ball off the week from BN. He scored but picked up an injury. Um, is it still 0-0 football family? We'll keep you up to date on the score. In fact, you know what we're going to put in Icona right now. Um, in the Afghan uh, round of 16 game between Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo versus the pharaohs of Egypt. Um, ballers and bug segment. So you gave it to Xavi. And you know what? I, yeah, Barcelona deserves a special bug corner. And we'll talk about what is going on at Football Club Barcelona later on. At least try to assess the landscape of it. But, alright. This thing with, with Marcus Rashford... And Marcus Rashford's personal life. I, we keep seeing images of Marcus Rashford at what I presume is a club with two hottie hottie, a.k.a. Uh, what I would presume a beautiful woman. <laughs> I, but I don't know why are these images shared if it's running a Mokawagwan at Manchester United. Isn't it Marcus Rashford's friend and brethren, a.k.a. people who care about his well-being, taking these images with him posting up him sign? I mean, whosoever is posting these images uh, that Rashford is authorizing to take images of him and posting it online so he can get more into hot water at Manchester United, you know, get the bug out of the way. Marcus Rashford, come on. You, need, you get a bug of the week too. Because ultimately, if you know this is going to lead to... Well, maybe he doesn't care. I think the, that, maybe he doesn't a, care. But, but optics is, matter, Marcus. No, You're going to have to need another contract. You're a professional footballer. Yes, you have your days off. Ray, ray, ray. 
But just, just, just be mindful of the images that people have put out there. <laughs> <laughs> Bug of the week. All right, all right. Let's get to the news. The um, you were gonna chime in as the Manchester United insider. Yeah, because there's more to that story, man. A lot more to that story. Okay. Man. And um, would, I don't think we should waste time on a bug baller for a bug club. I mean, to be honest. But <clears> what <throat> is behind the story is that you post you post a real serious question. Why why is the posting news, right? Why is Marcus Rashford away at holiday at a nightclub news? The only way that that is news is because is if it is known that he should have never been there. Or if it is known that he was not he wasn't given permission to go there. Which is more unlikely what happened. Because now that now Ten Hag is coming out now and saying that um is it is it is a private matter and will be dealt with internally, right? Yeah, and he will last, deal with it. Right. So obviously he broke some rules. And obviously somebody around him knows that he was breaking the rules and obviously that person cannot get to him and obviously marcus rashford don't care at the end of the day so it's just whatever all right um egypt down a man mr mohammed hamdi picked up a red card <clears throat> so watch that spear still one one in the hundred and six minutes I think we are there. Afghan round at 16. Game. Egypt versus Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, why? It looked like Egypt goose might be cooked there, Junior. But let's... let's... All right. <clears throat> On to the major news of, of, of the week. Um, Jurgen Klopp announced his decision to step down as manager at the end of the season having informed club's ownership of his wish to leave his position in the summer. Junior, I mean, we, a lot of us were just flabbergasted. We, we, we were like, what? What? Your first <clears throat> takeaway when you heard the news and, you know, I talk about the impact of this, this manager at this club and where does Liverpool go from here? It, it, all right, so your, your question, the first thing that came to mind was a very unfortunate statement. I was wondering if, he, if either he is ill or a family member is ill, right? Because everything was going so, is going so well at Liverpool. My very first thought is there must be something personal and that is catastrophic to him that he has to take himself away from the game, right? That was the first time. That was the first and then we say, you know what? Remember, wait and hear because news like that cannot be hidden, right? Well, it don't stay hidden for long. So, in here, one day go by, or a couple hours go by. I'm searching in the. I, I swear, I even I even um searched, googled, Jurgen Klopp ill, just to see if there's any sentence out there that has Jurgen Klopp and ill in it, <coughs> right? And there was none. Somebody said, all right, it's not a sickness. And then him had the, then he had the, um he had that press conference when he said um 
he was running out of energy, right? And when I when I listen to the press conference, Saint Thomas said that's BS. We're not hearing the truth. I don't know what it is. I um I don't know if a Liverpool fan can tell us what it is or what them feel, but my gut feeling is something happened within the Liverpool hierarchy, or something has been happening within the Liverpool hierarchy, and Klopp is fed up with it. Are there some change coming? That club want nothing to do with, and he's taking away himself early. You don't make a change like this. A coach, why would a coach come out in the middle of a Premier League run and a Champions League run and just say, "Oh, I take on myself end of the season"? Well, Europa League, not Champions League. Ah, Europa League. Sorry, Europa League. Yeah, Europa League. Why would he just come out in the middle of that run and just, and FA Cup? I get a treble. And say, and they are also in the um, EFL Cup final. Right. Against so, so, uh, uh, Chelsea. To BM said, word on the street, club is being forced out. Which, that word BM, I don't, I think that might be coming from a source that might know some information, but that's not true. I think club is forcing himself out. And mm. I feel in the, my heart of hearts, I feel some of these clubs are starting to buckle with the Super League. And with I Super think what? Liverpool want the Super League, the, the, um, the, the European Super League that, they, that they're trying to bring back up. Okay, but... I, think, I think Liverpool ownership is trying to figure out a way to get into the Super League and Klopp is saying, I'm not going to be a part of it. Okay. Um, well, all right, so, so that's your conspiracy, your gut, because it's hard to explain why right. this player, this, this leader, this man, um, would make this decision at this juncture. It right, is Liverpool too fans, yeah, all right, one officer, like you said, BM said, word on the street, um, is that club is being forced out. So that is from a Manchester United fan, so we have a kind of... Uh, we can have to take some of these um, statements at, uh, with a grain of salt, especially when it comes from certain so- certain sources, you know, certain part of the pl- uh, part of the uh, football landscape, like the Manchester youth side, side of thing. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I I don't know if Klopp is being forced out. I don't know if Klopp is. Is 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 leaving because of things are disagreement. I I don't know. The only thing I know is what I've looked at Klopp's resume and his tenure at other clubs. Um, at at Mainz he did what seven years. At at BVB continuously he did seven years, and at Liverpool he was at the seven year mark a few years ago. And it was also discussed, or it was, you know, people were reporting that, well, there were multiple outlets that reported around the seven-year mark. Klopp doesn't necessarily like to hang around after seven years. So, so I, I, I think at the end of the day, he is just, a, is just an individual who have said, my job here is done. I've put Liverpool back to where Liverpool belong. I've made this club an extremely competitive club. And now I can go away. I mean, 
what this is year nine when he when his seven year contract when his, his contract ran to the seventh year he extended for what i think for two years with an option for another year so he was already in the mindset thinking that yo i i can't i i want to move on and 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 to me it makes sense uh, that's his position that's his perspective I saw when Pep Guardiola was at Barcelona and he left, he said, I, t I need to take time off. I, I, these are people with families and this is a very difficult job. You, you, you have to go in, day in, day out, prepare, plan, and the man just say, I'm having enough, I'm tired. Another preseason schedule, another seasonal schedule, another this, that, and the other. The man who go in my yard, put up his feet, sit down with his wife, drink a cup of coffee, and not worry about, about whether Darwin Nunes are going to be a bug this week or rare, rare, rare. That, that, that fear, that's a, what he said is a very fair statement, Benton. But um, when did Pep announce that he was leaving Barcelona? At the end of the season? No, I think when Pep... When when Pep left Barcelona, it was at this um, his contract was wrapping up, so he didn't want to extend the contract. So so it's this typical thing, you know, when when a contract is winding up, and the club said, "Well, I want to keep you," and then the person decided that I don't want to extend. Then you the club now ultimately said, "Okay, I have to go find someone else." Yeah, but Benton. Pep announced that he was leaving Barcelona. I'll just Google it. The 27th of April, 2012, after losing to Chelsea in the, um, in the in Champions the, League. In the Champions League. But right. he didn't Stop. extend his contract. No, 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 no. Look, yeah. that, that part, is, I agree with that part, right? Yeah. But the timing. Mm. Pep announced he was leaving at the end of the season. Basically, say, yo, but I'll come back next year. Right? Jurgen Klopp in the middle of the season, during the transfer window, January transfer window, announced that I ain't coming back next year. Okay. What is it that Jurgen Klopp wanted if him going to announce it? No, why not wait until end? Why not wait until like you can make the brass know, you can make your team know and say, look, guys, let's not make the rest of this year about me. Let's keep it professional. Let's run out the season. Then I will make my announcement when the time is right. Right? Right now, Jurgen Klopp just made everything about him. That is one perspective. One perspective. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right? Because if I was Liverpool ownership, when if, if everything was hunky-dory, we're assuming that our relationship is good. When Jurgen Klopp called me and said, yo, brother, I'm thinking about... Um, stepping down, end of the year, right? I want to say, Jurgen, you're calling me four months in advance to tell me say that when they be here next year. And I don't, I don't, I don't hit you with the kicker yet. I have a kicker coming to you, okay. but I, but you're telling me, Jurgen, that you're going to make a decision for four months from now. Are you telling me no? Why not take a week off? Let let us say that you have a back injury. You're going to the doctor and you're going to do a back surgery or you do a procedure, a medical procedure that's non-life-threatening, but you're going to do something and you're going to come back. Take two weeks off and then think about it. Like, 
No, no, I take two weeks off. No, no, I'm telling you right now, I'm leaving the end of the season. What the hell did I do wrong over the last three months, Jurgen, to make you come to this rash decision right now when you should be thinking about playing against Norwich? When you should be thinking. So just to interject, you you know, it's according to his comments in the interview, he said he informed the club in November. Okay, so, 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 so the, the, the club's leadership knew from November that this was his last season. Okay, so, so why announce it? No, why announce it January? No, I mean, I, I so is it, it's, is it more ideal to do it at the end of the season? Okay, of course, it's more, of, of course, it's more ideal to do it at the end of the season. But if I'm a live, look, no, but, I'm but, a but I think it's perspective, right? All right, you said the club already know. Say you are going to leave in November. Subsequently, right. now the club has to go forth and start the search for other managers. And here comes the kicker. Yes. Jurgen Club said he's not helping them find the next manager. Well, he says there are people who are smart. He says there are people who are smart in this club who can identify the next manager. Benton, so I think this brother is just saying that... He, I have done my job and it's time to move on. Why do I need to help you find a manager? There are other people here. There's a new director of football who's going to be coming in because the director of football is also leaving. The entire right. backroom staff is leaving. So the direction of the club, if it's Xavi Alonso who are coming or whomever they may be, that person now will have somebody that they can align with. Whereas this director of football was aligned with Klopp and Klopp's philosophy. Big up, big up, big up Richard Green. Richard Green said Klopp gave Liverpool enough time to find a new coach. I said, you'll, you'll never walk alone. All right, so let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you this now from the outsider's perspective. And if I, was a, if I was a Liverpool fan, I would be pissed off because everybody going to be pissed off right now. Borussia Dortmund is pissed off at this news. Because no, not not Dartman, um, Bayer Leverkusen. Okay. Because now for the next four months, all me have to worry about now and here is Javi Alonso going to Liverpool. Javi Alonso going to Liverpool. If clubs did this thing properly, when if his timing was better, you shut the hell up and just coach your side. Because I am still questioning why do it in January? What you want? A farewell tour for the next four months? If you all say you don't want it, because he came out now and said, let's not make it about me. Let's just play football. You made it about you by announcing you're leaving. And the, and the team love you. If you just shut the hell up and make Liverpool and the back staff call um Dartman. Um no, that the team said Dartman, never accuse And say, look, I don't want this disrupt, disrupt your season. You have a chance of toppling Bayern Munich. But Javi Alonso is mine. He's one of my players. And I'll make you know, we're going to try bring him to Liverpool. Let's, let's start the negotiation now. Let's figure out seven months in advance. We're not going to get involved in the season. What Jurgen Klopp just do right now, every young coach out there that is good, that is sitting down now and saying, yo... I'm, when the Indiac, whoever I'm one, not Indiac, the brother was coaching um, Brighton. Yo, you know, I'm one of the, I'm, a derby. I'm one of the most sought after coaches, you know. So let, let me just keep an eye over at Liverpool. Brighton fans, I'll be like, yo, what the hell are you doing? You understand? 
When, so, when the club announced that he's leaving um, Dortmund? That's a good question. Can, can, can you check that, check that out? Can, the question I'm asking is that, is this unusual for club? Um, I, I mean, I mean, because I know when he was leaving Dortmund, pretty much at the end of the season, there was always this fanfare at the yellow wall to celebrate what he did for them. April 2015. So April 2015. Which, which which coincides with Pep. That's the time when you had notes, the end of the season. Okay. So when did, never... um, when did Liverpool hire him? I think the same time. The same time? Okay. When did, yeah, when did... I mean, I, I don't know. I respect the man's decision and I accept his decision. I mean, at the end of the day, there is not everything is a conspiracy and it's not everything is as it seems. But at the same time, at the end of the day, until I get further evidence or news that things got, went sideways with Klopp at Liverpool, and I'm not going to say, like the Manchester United fans, I'm not going to try no, no. to find issues there no. where there's no, where there are probably no issues. The man just probably want to give the club the clear, clear, crystal clear, like, look, this is my end. Here are my players. And I think Timing is probably trying to make sure his team can optimize this run. Let's have one last dance and let's make it the best we can and go my way out. But, but it, it did it didn't have I'm I'm still maintaining it did not there's no reason why it became public knowledge. None. If you, what you're saying is valid, the public don't have to know that. And again, I'm telling you, I'm big up Marco. Marco, if I can, Manchester United fan, because I'm saying Liverpool is about to enter a rebuild. And I can make the argument Klopp don't, Klopp don't have the energy to, to buy a rebuild and, on this side. And, and it's fair because he did, did, the, did the recent bill, right? So right. At, at the end of the day, he probably can say, yo, I mean, <laughs> why more? Because in the same interview, he also said, you know, when, when they start talking about because I think he was asked, when did you know that this was the time for you? And he went on to say, in November, when they started talking about preseason schedule, where they're going to go on tour, who they're going to try to target and transfer market. He says, you know, he, there was just this feeling of like, to paraphrase, like, I don't have the energy to go through this again. And that's fine, but no, again... That's the man I tell you no, I don't accept it. But why announce it in January? Because the man want to give his players and all Liverpool fans clear communication that, look, I am done. This is my last ride. The same thing could have been said April. All right, all right. So, 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 so right now... Whoever Liverpool have pegged as their next coach, it's going to be hard for, for, for negotiate with that coach right now. Because everybody knows you're coming for them. That's number one. Number two, Salah gone summer. Um, Thiago yeah, Alcantara... I, mean, I think we saw the writing on the wall last year with Salah going, right? Because when Saudi Arabia League... In fact, we discussed it at, at length. Because we... At least I was saying, take the 250 million or whatever it right. is for Salah. And, and I remember, big up El Pistolero, El Pistolero said, no, let's get one more season out of him and then he can move on. So, so I just think that's it, you know, you were saying. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But the, the, there's too many players that you have to now rebuild and, and, and start over, right? 
And if if you can't peg your coach, if you can't pin your coach down, because right now, if a Liverpool executive goes on holiday in Germany, Benton, the media is going to say, oh, is he going to Leverkusen to go talk to Xavier Alonso? If a Liverpool executive gave me, you know that's how the media yeah, works. Yeah, fair enough. But but the issue though with Liverpool and and Xavi Alonso is that you know Xavi Alonso is getting a lot of the spotlight because a, a Liverpool a former player. But the other elephant in the room is Real Madrid. Xavi Alonso is also a former Real Madrid player, and Carlo Ancelotti is an old man who there are some who believe that Xavi Alonso is getting. His experience cutting his teeth at um, Bayer to then go to Real Madrid. So I mean, Liverpool don't automatically become pole position number one for for Xavi Alonso because he's a legitimate candidate. It, especially if they're able to win this Bundesliga title, he's a legitimate candidate to to really replace um, Dan Carlo. Right. So so I just think Klopp made his announcement and. Timing wise, yes, it may not be ad- ideal, but I'm I'm not gonna take away anything from the individual and what he has done from the, for the. I, me neither. I'm not. I'm not yeah. doing that. All right, let's just go ahead and speak on his legacy. Third, 217 um, Premier League matches. Of course, one Premier League title. Junior, is that is that enough? Based on what 199 victories, is that enough Premier League titles? in your mind of what he has done with this team should they have won a couple more seven years a whole heap of time or nine years a whole heap of time you, you, depending you this the, year of course you still have the big bad um you still have the big bad pep guardiola right there so with pep with pep being there no i mean no and and one thing that he has done is he has toppled um the Fergie argument, right? About as long as I live, I'm going to not live a pool off them perch. That argument from Fergie and then Klopp, I would can't argue single-handedly came back and brought Liverpool fans from the dead, right? And all the arguments about, what if, what we say, Liverpool has never won a Premier League title. Klopp can come out now and say, in my legacy, I have done that. Um... I don't want to live in the now. This might this might be a very unfair statement. Tell me if I'm wrong, Benton. But over time, Klopp's legacy will just be like Rafa Benitez. Ah, uh, no, uh, uh-uh. no. Right, all right. I, no, that is absolute madness. And in all fact, right. for so, a better word, I probably would have cost to Klopp. But hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> no, so. Rafa Benitez, Liverpool. Yeah. At the time when he brought Liverpool to where they were. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't forget those magical Champions League runs. Yeah. Yes, he won a Champions League against... with Didn't he won the Champions League with um, the 3-0 comeback against AC Milan? Yes. Okay. So, over time, I'm saying. Over time. Because at the end of the day, people will remember... Cl- People, it, 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 it don't live in the now. Think about 10 years, 15 years from now. Klopp's legacy, he has not been at Liverpool long enough to overtake Kenny Daglish for argument's sake, right? 
even though he I don't think I don't think he has won more titles than I don't think he has more trophies than Daglish. I think Klopp has seven trophies, right? I, I don't know. I don't really know the details in terms of I I listen, I honestly believe and, and I okay, we can talk about the no and and the no definitely have a huge impact on right. you know on how we see things, right? When you look at the atmosphere around Liverpool Football Club, when Jurgen Klopp entered that organization, it was a straight bump side. It was a straight the attitude, the fans, everybody was just, just, I mean, in mourning. It was bad, the mood, the vibes, everything around that club was not preaching anything uplifting. And Jurgen Klopp came in and changed the culture. The fans bought back into you never walk alone. And I mean, so the, you made a point earlier, so regardless um, about the timing and sad and Liverpool fans in morning. I don't I think if him announced in a meal, if him announced in a April or if him announced no, there will be Liverpool fans who will sorely miss and mourn this guy. That's how impactful he's at. Of course, no. I've, I, I, because, I mean, he made this the fan base and this team believe again, like the John Barnes days and the Ian Rush days. It's when you watch Liverpool, you say, "Yo, Liverpool is a big side. We can play some ball." Them look at the idiot man. They were coach Liverpool since um, them time. They had them just a kind of stop gap. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> Kenny King Kenny Douglas, right? And okay, and he's okay, okay. King Kenny ten. He has ten ten titles. Bob Paisley nineteen trophies. Bill Shankly won ten. And Bill Shankly is is ranked as the highest. He is ten years from nineteen fifty nine to nineteen seventy four. Uh, Rafa Benitez has four titles. He he was there for six six seasons, seven seasons, two thousand four to two thousand ten. Jurgen Klopp twenty for twenty fifteen to twenty twenty four seven titles. Tom Watson have three titles, uh, or three trophies. It in 1896 to 1915. Clap to me. All right, so you talk about John Barnes days and blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, that Liverpool run with Rafa Benitez was magical. That It, it was shot. But the thing, the thing that separates Clap from, from Rafa is Clap is leaving when the iron is hot. Club is that did, 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 did Rafa win a Premier League title? No. Okay. No. All right. We don't talk. Um, BM says you guys are forgetting Gerard Hollier. He was he was a good coach. Hollier is ranked. Gerard Hollier, them time they are bug foolishness, man. Just... And, and that's from '98 to 2004. Six 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 with, trophies. With, no. um, with the youth, what CC? Whether yeah. fast and running down blonde here, brother. No, I... oh, we're, we're, we're breaking foot every every two, every other year, <laughs> unfortunately. No, 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 BM. See, no, it, BM. It... I say no. I I think one of the the, the most important thing, and there's something that managers, Alex Ferguson did it at Manchester United, Pep Guardiola did it at Man City. Managers goes into an some managers goes into an organization and then change the community. They change the culture, the entire vibes, even the food tastes better. The local, local street food vendor, then we have sell the street, street vibes. 
energy up. And I think Jurgen Klopp has made Liverpool back to where it belongs. Yo, the last time I see Liverpool gunning at, and Liverpool fans gunning at such high level, and them can come at me, was when Ian Rush and John Barnes, them used to run ball game. And don't come Are at you, me with the Rafa Benitez foolishness. You're, re you're really overlooking Fernando Torres this a couple years? Yeah, Fernando Torres, I want to look a striker, brother. I'm talking about a coach who changed the dynamics of a culture of an entire football organization. And, and uh, arguably, Slippy G. You know what? You know what? <laughs> don't blame Steven Gerrard for this argument. Steven, Rafa Benitez, but, but, but Steven Gerrard, right? Now, because <laughs> Gerrard's fault. If Gerrard, if Gerrard never slip against Chelsea, I let him slip. <laughs> if slip, I did, I did. It, no, no, no. It make my argument even weaker. Yeah. That is a, that's a difference. I mean, but it, I, I don't know. I, I, I just think Klopp leaving too early, and Klopp leaving without his um downturn every coach got you up and down right pep have that too pep that's a knock against pep pep don't hang around and long enough to have him down swing no the good coaches don't uh, the good coaches don't they are the, the upper echelon managers they 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 can project three four years ahead and then retool and then have an administrator with them no and then run no. Alex Ferguson saw his downturn at the beginning of his tenure because he was on the verge of getting sacked. And then he find a way and win football games. Benton, stop it, Benton. The, when, when Manchester United going to find him after, um, what? Yeah, 80, yeah, yeah. So he had the FA Cup. Or, or 90 or 91, somewhere around there. Yeah, but that FA Cup. You, are you forgetting? <laughs> are you forgetting? Hold on. Are you forgetting? Fabian Bates, Manchester United. Are you forgetting Ralph, um, Veran? When 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 oh, when yeah, Veran was at Manchester Martin, United, Veran, Manchester United. That's a downturn. Yeah, but what that downturn? What did they do in that time? Did they win anything? They went and got Van Nistelrooy and quickly came back. All right. Granted. Granted. You call that a downturn? Yes. Liverpool has that club has that experience that. No, sir. No, I guess when you spend 26 years at one place, you will have a downturn. <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, you can't go 26. Ancelotti had his downturn at AC Milan. That led to him leaving AC Milan. If and Ancelotti I, I is a bigger coach than Klopp. All right, all right. You see this Klopp-Ancelotti argument now? You see this thing, you know? I don't want to get caught up in third now. The Don Angelotti is an excellent manager. But remember, what do you end that coach bug Everton, you know? <laughs> that's how far and, he fell. And made Everton relevant. Yeah, but that's how far he fell. To yes. Everton. Big coaches don't coach bug side. So are you trying to say that and, and, and Clap is a better coach than Angelotti? No, I'm not. Okay. All right. I, I am not. But All I right. am willing to say this. What I'm trying to say is this. Um, big coaches don't coach Bugside, Everton. And, and so the, 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 the period where Carlo Angelotti was the coach of Everton to me didn't, didn't really align with big coaches. You don't see Remember Manchester United. 
you don't see Alex Ferguson coaching on box side. Pep Guardiola now coach box side. But remember, remember he had the he had the um he had the the Chelsea stint. Yes, all those little stints where where he would come in as him and go cynic. <laughs> it was almost like Roman Abramovich go to guy. <laughs> I, I I I just think I I think Klopp is a modern coach. I think Ancelotti is one of the last of the of the old timers. Yeah, man. I yeah. think Ancelotti loves football. I think I think I think Klopp loves what football gives him. Is that difference? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that difference? I don't yeah, think Klopp, I don't think Klopp get up in the morning and say, yo, I can't wait for coaches game. I don't think so. And and I, I think I think he'll I think I think what drives Klopp or what makes Klopp a great coach is how he interacts with the players. And yeah. one of the side effects of his interacting with players is that he, he's not a traditional coach. So that's why you will have a decision like this. So we have a sit on and scratch in your head. But what good club? You say you will never coach an English side again. You Liverpool are your side and blah blah blah. So we'll see you at Bayern Munich next year. Um, you know, he says in a in a uh, big up BM says Gerard Hulier won the getter treble in two, 2001. FA Cup, UEFA Cup, and League Cup. He won six trophies in six years. How can he be a bug coach? Listen, all right, one year, 2001. What, was, what did Gerard Hulia do the other years, Umbrella? Please. I, I, I wasn't that, um, was, was, was it Robbie Fowler? Was that Fowler year? Yeah, right. or, uh, was it Robbie Fowler's team? I think, I think it was Fowler's team. I think Fowler and Michael Owen. And I think Gerard Hulia is underrated. Well, clearly I am underrating him for calling him a bug coach. Brother, you couldn't win one Premier League title. One, come on. Well, in all fairness, he had some. He had some. Um, he had some giants at the time. Going every up team, him. every team have giants at the time, brother. Every big, every big. Uh, yes, Arsenal had big, bad, invincible teams. But this is why you are a big coach, and you assemble your squad, and you go deal with a team. And clearly, Jurgen Klopp did that. No, a man might say it's because of COVID pandemic. Ah, I, I was, I was going, ah, uh-huh. yeah, but, but uh, it doesn't so matter. It doesn't so matter. You won a Premier League. So where, where, where does Klopp, since he said he will never coach an English team again, this is it for him in England. Early reactions, um, since Klopp took over the whole show, I, I will love it. We will work with it. BM, anybody in the chat, Richard Green, everybody in the chat, you Benton. Where does Klopp rank as a Premier League manager? Is he top five for you ever? Oh, Premier League. I mean, yeah, easily top five. Easily. Easily. And, and, and so when I talk about Premier League managers, I'm talking about people, not just about wins. It's about changing the culture, the city, the entire movement, the entire community rally around this brother. I mean, of course, Alex Ferguson is number one. You know, Arsenal Wenger is two. Pep Guardiola. Well, 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 Pep Guardiola. No, Arsenal Wenger probably need to go see Pep. <laughs> uh, yo, I, 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 I have, I have Pep too, and and and, and even as a Manchester United fan, I'll say if Pep stays at Man City for the next five years. And continues dominance, he'll be the best Premier League manager. Pending, pending those 115 charges. Well, we'll see what happens. 
but I, but uh, it is a good question still. Is Club top five? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, he's yeah, he's top five. I I I put him in top five. I put it. I mean, all right. You have Jose Mourinho. I mean, you have Pep Venga Club. I mean, yeah, but he's top five. I, there haven't been. You cannot tell me there are five managers in the history of the Premier League that has been more impactful and better than than Club. And don't come I around mean, and say with your David Moyes talk either. No, no, no. I mean, um, if I wanted to have an argument with people on the show, um, um, Ranier is one year at Leicester. What the Ranier? Come on. Um, BM says EPL managers Fergie, Mourinho, Wenger, Pep, and Klopp. Yeah, man. I think I agree with BM on this one. I, I think I, I I I agree too. I agree. BM I agree. says B, um, Clap just barely makes top five. Him just barely, barely. <laughs> but it doesn't matter if him barely or not. Him still in there. <laughs> I you know you know it kind of show it kind of show the dominant. Well, it can't not dominant, but it probably show the parity in in, in EPL are are probably we overrating EPL. If for 30 years, if we're struggling to call five big top coaches, because if you go to Italy, you have Allegri, you have no, Carlo. No, 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 start off with Allegri, brother. No, but, but, but it just Allegri come, and it just a name come straight to the head. Um, um, Carlo, <laughs> Ranieri, probably is top five in Italy ever. <laughs> With his Roma teams. <laughs> yeah, joke all the thing. Jurgen Klopp says, I will never ever manage a different club in England than Liverpool. End quote. Um, he also <clears throat> he also said, um, quote, an ideal world, the best memories are still to come. In an ideal world, the best memories are still to come. So, essentially... Jurgen would love to walk off in the, into the sunset with a Premier League title, with a quadruple. The EPL, EPL title, UEFA title, FA Cup title, and um, the Chibney Cup, a.k.a. the um, EFL Cup that he's playing Chelsea. The same EFL Cup final that, that Jose, um, Mauricio Pochettino said he cannot wait to win his first trophy in England. So let's see how that goes. Well, Liverpool fans, translation from that, where it's say in ideal, in, in an ideal world, the best memories are still to come. That doesn't include Liverpool. He's going to somewhere that him see bigger. He's going back home to ah, Germany. Okay. He's speaking hey, of Liverpool, better, brother. Better, let's pick this. Italy have, Syria have the best coaches ever. Yeah. Allegri, Marcelo Lippi, Chopper Tony, Fabio Capella, um, Elenio Herrera, Antonio Conte, Roberto Mancini, Carlo Ancelotti, Marzio Sari. They put Jose in there. I don't know why. Well, no, Inter, Inter Jose. Yeah, Inter Jose. Yeah, Inter um, Jose was, yeah, Inter Jose was good. Arrigo Sacchi, Luciano Spalletti, <clears throat> Gasparini. Yo, uh, Arrigo Sacchi is an excellent coach, but I bought him out. Okay, I disagree with him yeah. from yeah. in nineteen what ninety six when he said 
that um, when FIFA decided to expand the World Cup pool from 24 to 32, so yep. local team like Jamaica can make it at the World Cup. Arigo Saki said, what am I do? That is foolishness. So we're born, <laughs> born Arigo Saki and them talk there. Yeah, but Italy, Italy, Syria have the best coaches ever. Um, our score up there, 3-3 in, in PKs between Egypt and Congo. 3-3, um, African Cup of Nations, round of 16. All right, um, Junior, but salute Jurgen Club. Big up, big up individual. Good luck to, yes. to the Liverpool family as they know search for a coach. But wonderful individual. And I think most, uh, most, most importantly, my final statement on this is that he seems to be genuinely more than just a football coach. Yes. I.e. is a person who cares about the community, his players. Yes, he's angry and miserable sometimes. But is a person who seems to genuinely care about the players, the community, the environment that he lives in i.e. he's a very proactive or proud member of the common goal cause started by one Mr. One Mata which is essentially trying to bridge some of the gap where some of the socioeconomic gap that we have in, in, in society so big up to Jurgen Klopp man big him up big him up big him up all right Junior and to other managers who won't get as much big up as Jurgen Klopp but decided that they're gonna leave at the end of the season why Xavi, why does it matter if Xavi leave the end of the season or no? If, if, Super if, League. Is, um, my question to you, using the same parallel with um, Jurgen Klopp, you said that should Xavi, has, uh, Xavi wait and make his announcement in April, Junior? No, because I think Xavi was fired. <laughs> he says, Xavi Hernandez says, quote, according to Barcelona's, Website says, quote, I want to announce that on June 30th, I will no longer continue as a coach at Barcelona. I think that the situation needs to change course and as a cue, a clue, I cannot allow the current situation, end quote. President Juan Laporta said, Xavi came to him and said that he's leaving at the end of the season and he accepted it. So, uh, translation... Xavi, you're not a coach next year, but the fans love you and we don't, we don't really want to have fractures within um, the Barcelona camp. So do us a solid, we do you a solid. Resign gracefully and walk good. And, and the only reason you're doing that because you're a club legend. That's why we're giving you this grace. But you're not coaching us next year. Okay, fire, cool. So I love the club so much. I will gracefully board and I will play a ball with you and let's move on to the next chapter. All right, Javi, go on. All right. Um, of course, you mentioned the levers. Barcelona, you know, even sold the grass at New Kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, what went wrong for Xavi Hernandez here? And what does he hope to accomplish with this announcement now, Junior? Um... I thought the first all right, let me answer your first question. What went wrong for Xavi Hernandez is his um lack of experience showed when the teams finally settled. Honeymoon period is over and you're a lower kind of wear off a little bit and now you're really off a coach. This is where inexperience show. Um what is next for Xavi? I, I 
I don't know. If 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 he if he aspires to be, be one of the best coaches ever, you take your lumps, you fall back to a, a lower side. If you love La Liga, do it in La Liga, and build up a side again and, and forward back again and, and try again. Um, that that's how we see it. I don't. I I can't explain it any other way. Of course, Xavi won La Liga <clears throat> last year with Barcelona. You know. Um, to, to, to really kind of, Xavi probably was in over his head here, um, yes. at Barcelona. This job, I mean, the, the situation at Barcelona is, is not good. And it, and, and I'm talking about from a financial perspective, um, where Juan Laporta was reelected the president of the club to try to rectify some of these issues. What he ended up taking out his levers, essentially marketing the future for the present success now you know who's the biggest scammer at barcelona is deco i read deco as a baller deco is an excellent player was an excellent player for football club barcelona for porto but how is deco the agent gonna sell rafinha to barcelona and say he cares about barcelona and then turn around <laughs> and become barcelona director of football that don't make no sense, brother. So there's something going on with Football Club Barcelona with the administrative side of things, the way they're selecting people, and it's translating and heavily impacting what, is trans what they're seeing on the field. 6-6 um, six, six in the PK shootout between um, Egypt and Congo football family. They're, they're going into extra, uh, uh, what, sudden dead kick out right now. Um, Xavi says, quote, I've been a man of the club. I've prioritized it even above myself. I've given everything I have and I will continue to do so to make the fans feel proud. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it's just, it just didn't work. Just didn't work, Junior. Yeah, and like I said, honeymoon period we, we were off. And they, they just never... It, it, I, <laughs> Did Barcelona look recognizable to you? What is the recognizable? I'm talking about the history of Barcelona under Xavi. What no. what what we expect from 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 a bar, bless you, from a Barcelona team? We have not seen that from Xavi, right? Yeah, but I and it's now seven seven in the shootout with, with Egypt and um, Democratic Republic of Congo. Democrat boy, Congo is not going away easily, brother. Seven seven. Well, we had them take off the Congo out. penalty. I walk one. Now it's 7 6. They need to retake. <clears throat> what, what's going on here, Junior? Please. <laughs> I, 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 it don't say final yet, right? Huh? He hasn't said final, so maybe it's a retake. Yeah, but he did score it. So even if it's a retake, if the goalkeeper, um, football family will keep in the live update of this Egypt. Congo game, we're not watching the game, and now it's 777. So I don't know what's going on over there. So, hey, yo, don't thief Congo, you know. Salamone never clear in time. <laughs> never pay in time. All right, now to your question regarding Xavi and how Barcelona look on, under his guidance. Um, <clears throat> no, Barcelona didn't, didn't play Barcelona football. And, but, 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 I, but I think this is a testament to the failure of what what is happening with 
Barcelona administrative wise, Juan Laporta transfer committed a lot of high end to a lot of high end transfers like Lewandowski, um, the entire well, Marcos Alonso, um, Arojo, uh, Jules Kunde. I mean, they, they, they committed a lot of money into transferring players. And these players are not Barcelona players, a.k.a. they're not Barcelona-bred players are developed. So I didn't expect them to play Barcelona-type football. And, and that's one of the major failures of this tenure. Is yeah. that, is that um, but I, I, part of me understand it too because for Barcelona style of football to resume, you need to commit time to it, right? You need to make sure that La Masea's academy is producing talent that then you can subsequently wait congo one yeah what's the fuck yo congo gone through <laughs> a big up big up big up to happy chikuza i hopefully i pronounce your name right um listening all the way of life right now from malawi um i i happy big up yourself happy um better should, should i try to pronounce that city yeah, man, pronounce it, man. You go to school. Mbalachanda. All right, that's excellent, brother. Excellent. Oh, happy, how was that? How, how was that, um, Happy? Let, let me know. Let me know. Um, listen, all the way from Malawi. Yo, Congo beats Egypt. Monumental um, achievement for Congo. And Congo goes on to the round of eight. Wait, um, yo, to the quarterfinals. Junior, we'll touch Afghan in a few minutes here, but let's wrap up with Xavi and what's next for Football Club Barcelona. Do you, let's do, you do you just I, go ahead and just do the thing right and focus on the youth academy, or you continue with the current players that you have on the contract? I I don't know. With all these levers that are pulling and selling a grass and selling Why you a keep disc, on the lever thingy. You, you never know. They might they might. You never know. The, the, uh, Messi, Messi might might donate blood, and 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 that blood is priceless. Or might donate um, genes to 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 create uh, future footballers that people might say, "Yo, I'll pay heavy for." I don't know. Okay, you okay. never know with Barcelona. You never you never know with the Super League. Okay. I think the Super League has a lot to do with this. Okay, you think Super League? Yeah, Barcelona definitely a big proponent of the Super League. Um, all right, Afghan. Let's let's get over to Afghan and look at the results um, and where things stand now. Let's get Xavi off, off the screen. Um, Junior Congo, huge, huge, huge victory for Congo as they move into the round of sixteen. Um, Nigeria defeated Cameroon um, yesterday. I mean, I watched the game, but Cameroon is not ready, brother. They are not ready. No. They're they're not on Nigeria's level. And, and what you said at the start of the, um, the tournament for night for Nigeria um, is coming is coming back into play right now. If not, that no when. Yeah, if not, no when. And and with Egypt at a big at another big um, domino falling, it just seems like Nigeria might take it. Senegal so, and Ivory Coast going back out, back out each other. So it, it, it just the road is getting easier and easier. Not taking anything away from Congo. No, so but so we got we have to remember the side of the bracket. No, no, because um, 
So Nigeria and Cameroon are, 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 well, Cameroon is gone. Nigeria is on the side of the bracket where Cape Verde and Morocco are. Right. So, so you could potentially see a Morocco-Nigeria semifinal. Granted, if Nigeria surpass um, Angola. Now, on the other side of the bracket, Congo, you have the big side, Senegal, who seems to be the standard bearer in this business. Right. You know, so, um, huge, huge victory for, for Congo, though. Huge victory. Very defensive, mind, very stout. And what does this mean for the Egypt family? Is the end of an era? Is this is it for this Egyptian outfit with Mohamed Salah, of course, injured? But this, this is it for Bona and the group. Yeah, I mean, it's time to retool. And, and, and the typical African um, roller coaster ride for, for Bill and his team, which ironically kind of mirrors what, what goes on in Kankakas. So yeah. I don't know, I don't know if, it's, if it's a generational thing, I don't know if it's a funding thing. But yes, for Egypt, for sure, is one of those teams that left. <laughs> Cameroon as well. I think Cameroon might be going through a facelift as well. Yeah. Angola defeated Namibia 3-0 yesterday. Uh, and on Saturday, Nigeria defeated Cameroon 2-0. Well, yeah, the Cameroonians need to take away the goalkeeping responsibilities from the Onana or the Ondo family. The, the, those goalkeepers, they need to start get another family involved in the goalkeeping thing because I remove the nepotism. <laughs> obviously, obviously, Cameroon is is run by um, Fred Ball. Right? Yeah, Samuel Eto. Yeah, well, yeah. Samuel Eto definitely seems to carry. I looms large over this program. Yeah, it, it feels it, and, and and I have no proof of it. Um, it feels like um, there is more priorities other than winning at Cameroon. Yeah, yeah. And it feels that way to me. And and it just the way it started with with one of your players deciding that he's going to forward the day after game um, via private jet. It, it, it that's not the way you start a tournament. So you have questions you need to be asked at them. Another big team that uh, that uh, you should have a question for is Ghana. You have to ask questions of Ghana as well. So a lot of these teams, as as they get ready to to, to gear up for World Cup qualifications, have a lot of question marks beside them. Yeah, Ghana definitely. I I do Ghana now begins the search for a new manager because. It doesn't. It, it's un, It's inexplicable how a team or Ghana's Talent pool couldn't make it to, um, into the next round. All right, is, is, so, is, is, is Chris Houston is Chris Houston Ghanaian? You know, I didn't look in his in his um, in his heritage if he has any um, Ghanaian background. You have got to check that one out. I don't. That know. is that. Well, chances are he's that. Well, and I that, mean, that, who knows that is, if him do ancestry that come maybe him have some linkage to that. Yeah, whatever. Your 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 great 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 grandmother came out came came on. And, and the Black Star Line or whatever. But you, you're not Ghanaian. And that's where, that's where the problem starts. Right there. Um, that's where I'm... That's, that's the problem. All right. As for, for Nigeria, Victor Osman, it seems like this team, 
I mean, Ademala Lukman scored, but Victor Osimhen is centrally somewhat, almost like the straw, the straw that stirs this drink for Nigeria. He, 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 he has lived up to the hype. No, he, has, he hasn't produced the, goal. um, the goals. He, he did score a pivotal goal in the opening match, though, to, to, to bring about the game, to draw the game early. But he, he, the, the weight of the team and expectation is not too heavy on his shoulder. And he, he, has, he has created a, a room for his teammates to go out there and perform at their highest, which is what Nigeria has been missing for a lot of tournaments. A lot of tournaments. So I, 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 I was going to ask you, who, has, who was your, so far, who is your surprise player so far? Who is the player that um, you think coming out of the tournament so far making the money right now that teams big teams will look at that and say yeah he is as advertised is Oshiben that guy for you ah that's a good question um player that's coming out of the tournament who, who's making money man let me think so about far. that one you know because i would want to say is them one of them youth they um coming out of angola's team i think there's freddie this youth gilson um dollar um, you know, but then again, it's, it's trying to see the youth, them that play for Cape Verde, uh, Costa, not Bebe, of course, Bebe are old, man. You know, yeah. because we know uh, the, the only thing, I, I think with like, like a player like Victor in this tournament, Victor's, Victor probably can only take away money from him. I don't necessarily know if his market value can go up. His reputation no. is already established. Yeah, but, but, but he can, he can, um... He can lose validate money. his stats. Lose, lose, oh, he can just add to the stats. Right. Okay. But uh, because the player, the player to be that have lost money is Gurasi. I think Gurasi, whether fear or unfair, I think people come out saying this is why Gurasi's release clause is what fourteen million or okay. some some crazy number like that at Stuttgart, and and he hasn't done anything. Whether fear or unfair, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, Grassi can't expect fear. <laughs> I mean, it can't. No, going into the Afghan, yeah, a lot of team, big teams out there that looking for strikers. Where people were saying his release class is so low, he's scoring at at a heavy rate at, in the Bundesliga. This is the baller to go for. This is the striker to go for. Yeah, yeah. See, see what you said. Um, definitely think some of you them um, Senegal uh, the, the Senegal midfielder youth uh, I think I'm slipping on his name I think Guy Papa Guy probably has definitely built his money I, I mean Sar just re-up with Spurs so you know time will tell you know what but not just players making money you know this Senegalese coach Alou Sisi if, if he can repeat with Senegal um is it and i don't even know if he has aspirations of any other coaching role but clearly he knows how to win tournaments if he can repeat this thing do you and do you does, know how, i mean but do you know how money the the, the road you're trekking down do you know how monumental that would be no it is different to be an international coach and a club manager, yes, right? Yes. I don't think I don't now, think yeah. he's a I don't think he's a club manager. Yeah. But 
We've seen Mexico go for Bora Milutinovic, right? Yeah. Why can't Mexico go for a coach like this? Or better yet, why can't Brazil go for a coach like this? Or better yet, what would be the uh, reaction if a Switzerland have a coach like this? Sweden, Norway. You know how monumental that would be? Yeah, so, but it, it's one of those things, right? Alou Sisi is, is good. He's a very good at what he does. And it, it, the numbers show it, right? right? But he also has a generation of, of players in Senegal. So, so the timing is right. You know, Senegal did have ballers with El Haji Juf and them Monday. But they weren't able to translate that into a victory, right? Whereas he's able to translate this group into something successful. So I, I, I would love to see a coach like a Alou Cissé in a, in a different environment, maybe at a club team in England, somewhere making some money, making a stock, you know. But, but is it a far reach? Yes. Will he have to win the Afghan again to prove that? Yes. Could he get a job in probably a Saudi Arabia? I mean, Saudi Arabia higher coaches left, right, and center. In, in fact, if, if Gerard can get work at El Al Ateca and make big money, why uh, um, El uh, Alou Sisi, who's, I don't know if Alou Sisi is Muslim, but I know Senegal is a Muslim culture. A lot of Muslim players uh, from Chelsea, Mendy and his youths, Player in Saudi Arabia, why can't Alou Sisi get a look in as a successful manager? Get some, get a, get a bag. Why? And to add to that, why why can't he be a European team coach? No, I'm talking not, about not a national coach. No, national a national team. He's a national team coach. So why why can't he be a national team coach for Ecuador? And notice, I'm calling coach like when I say Switzerland. Norway. I, I'm not saying Russia. I'm not saying Italy. No, I'd rather them see a, a, a Senegal <laughs> than coach any of those teams. <laughs> and, and, and because now, if, if he's able, because a part of me, and call me foolish, call me dumb, call me whatever you want, there's this part of me that's starting to say, okay, if Alou Sisi can, some, can repeat with the Senegal group, then and he remains in charge of this club, at this country, then does he have aspiration to say, wait, can I put together a plan and win a World Cup? The 2026 World Cup. Can I put together a plan and say, after winning or repeating with the Senegalese group, can I keep this group together, Bill? Because we saw Senegal U team at the just concluded under 20 World Cup. More ballers coming through. Inject new energy. Keep this group together and have a real good run and win a World Cup. No, I know it's 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 a lofty dream, but it was something I would love to see. And, and what would be the obstacle? Because um, Afghan, the quality of the football, I think, from what I have seen, I haven't watched all the games, but it seems to be um, 
all across the board. You have high-level football, you have low-level football. Yeah. But it is no different than, in my opinion, it's no different than um, the European Cup coming up or the Euro, uh, Euros coming up. It's no di- definitely no different than Africa, um, than um, Asia Cup. It, no different than than um than Copa Cup. So to answer your question, yeah, why not? Why if Senegal can can have a coach that can prepare the team to persevere through two um, Afghan championships, what is stopping them from going from beating the World Cup other than the the um the 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 culture of the teams that they're playing against? It's not like then it's not like they don't have the talent. So I think what they would need though is support. I think I think the coach, like I said, you have to put together a plan where you one, you're going to keep the players playing together. And you're going to be realistic and say, we'll have to blood some other players. There's always a chance of bringing another player. So you, you have to keep the system, the machine running and be optimal. So when the World Cup come around, you, you land in the World Cup and you just hit the ground running. It costs money. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between World Cup winners and World Cup pretenders. Yeah. It's the money yeah. that is put in the team over time. Yeah, I, and, and, and don't get me wrong in our family. I'm, for those of you who listen to Ball Chat podcast in the week, and probably say, boy, Benton, I drink mad post piss. There's a part think... of me who would love to see a team outside of um, South America, Carnival. Not even a part of me, a whole of me. Would I love to see somebody outside of South America and Europe win the World Cup? Yeah. Now, when you look around the landscape of global football, there are very few teams outside of South America and European um, Federation that can really say, I can go in a World Cup and legitimately compete and may have a chance to win. Now, if Alou Sisi can say to Senegal and repeat this, and repeat as winners of this African Cup of Nations and keep this group and add to it. You know, I, I don't want to say it. it would be an ideal situation for them. Follow the US 2026 and win this thing. Yeah. And win this thing. But, but before all of that, Senegal needs to get past Ivory Coast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and and and, and they have to qualify for the World Cup too. And they have to qualify for the World Cup. All right. So, all right. Tomorrow's games. Um, tomorrow's in Monday the 29th. Games: Cape Verde versus Mauritania, um, Senegal versus Ivory Coast at 3 p.m. Cape Verde, Mauritania is at 12 noon. And on Tuesday, Mali um, versus Burkina Faso at noon. And Morocco versus South, South um, Africa, Bafana, Bafana. Um, I would love to see uh, Burkina Faso make another make a deep run in this tournament. I think Burkina Faso youth movement. They have done some good things in youth tournaments on the global scale. They qualify, they do things, but it doesn't seem to translate to the to the adults. So maybe things is changing. And of course, Mali with your ball, uh, Bisuma. Mali has a very good team. So let's see what, how if, if this is the end of the road or Mali can continue the chart. Where's um, the all to play for? All to play for. All to play for. All right. Um, before we go, my way out, family, CONCACAF release group schedule for, for um, uh, the World Cup 2026 and the landscape of things. 
Boy, we need to start get ready, family. We need to start get ready. And just to, to preface looking at the groups before we look at the groups, uh, the, the host, three hosts automatically qualify. So just to remind listeners of the landscape of things for World Cup 2026, of course, they'll expand the part to what? 48 teams. Um, and three hosts will automatically qualify. Of course, USA, Canada, and Mexico will quad- qualify. There are three direct berths um, from the groups. Uh, winners, there'll be uh, three groups of four in the final round. Each group winner will make it directly to the World Cup. Then the two best runner-up teams in those groups will then go to intercontinental playoff. So CONCACAF could be looking at a potential eight teams in FIFA World Cup uh, 2026. Junior, you have any comments about that? Or is this bug ball with CONCACAF teams? He says if it's bug ball with all the CONCACAF teams? Yeah, if, if you let in eight CONCACAF teams, does, what does that say about if eight CONCACAF teams make it to the World Cup, do we expect to see good football, family? No. <laughs> And, and and especially with Canada, Canada automatically getting a bird. The last time we saw Canada play football against Jamaica, what happened? So no, it's not. Uh, I, and, and yes, it's so nice. It's possible eight teams. But you wouldn't know it's going to be six teams from CONCACAF in the World Cup. We know that. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Um, the, the, the groups, CONCACAF also um, outlined the groups for road to 2026 and you know and most notable the reggae boys are in group e of course um the top two teams from each group will go through um so 12 teams will go to the final round the top two teams from each group will go through and then of course you will have a, a further drawing for the final round um group a honduras antigua barbuda cuba bermuda Cayman Islands, Group B, Costa Rica, Trinidad and Tobago, St. Kitts and Nevis, Grenada, Bahamas, Group C, Haiti, Curacao, St. Lucia, Barbados, Aruba, Group D, Panama, Nicaragua, Guyana, Montserrat, Belize, Group E, Jamaica, Guatemala, Dominican Republic, Dominica, British Virgin Islands, our U.S. Virgin Islands will have a playing game, and Group F, El Salvador, Suriname, Puerto Rico, St. Vincent, and, and the Grenadines, Turks and Caicos, or Anguilla will have a playing game. Uh, Junior, and by the way, for all the, 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 the NFL update, may just yeah. get a text that Crazy. the Ravens are out. Yeah, the bottom two interceptions on the one-yard line when they were down 10. It's crazy. Ja, ja. All right, so big up Lamar Jackson and the Ravens Nation. Big up on the sub. That boy, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes and the Big Red, your former Eagles coach, the man that's normal and the Jones. And Taylor Swift will be at the, at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? Is that set up? <laughs> man. I wanted a Harbaugh sweep in, in football this year. I wanted Harbaugh to win the... the College and the NFL, but so yeah. uh, okay. Your thoughts on this group setup, family? Um, 
And and initial early readings, of course, we'll do more detailed assessment once once um, the, the the matches draw nearer. The 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 big the group are dead to me. The most the most the group with the most questions is going to be Group C. Um, group A, you know, it's going to be Honduras and Antigua and Barbuda. Group B, you know, it's going to be Costa Rica and Trinidad. You know that. Um, group D, you know, it's going to be Panama and Nicaragua. Um, group E, you know, it's Jamaica and Guatemala. Group F, you know, is is um, El Salvador. The Dominican Republic is doing some good developmental football down there, you know. Yeah, um, they, they're, they're getting ready for, for six years from now, not, not two years from now. Um, group C, all roads to Haiti should win, uh, win the group. All roads leading towards Curacao, but there's a lot of grudge matches there. A lot of grudge matches there. And uh, that's my first take from it. Um, but my disappointment, I, I was going to give JFF a, a, a bug of the week because... Again, you have all of these news coming out and all of a sudden we say, okay, so what Jamaica going to do? Well, we're still trying to figure out what the president is. So, no. And the BM said, don't underestimate DR, guys. The last well, I, time... I just, I, I, we didn't underestimate BM. BM, now listen to me now. I just said DR is building something down there and Junior... Just said this is big boy football. <laughs> Six years from now, the la the last time on this show, there was the door underestimate DI. Remember, uh, that, that was, was the football. The poor guy that deal, brother. <laughs> and I sat down and I said, look, if Jamaica reggae girls have to worry about DI, why the hell are we talking about the World Cup? So it's the same thing here. If the reggae boys have to worry about Dominican Republic. Why are we talking about the World Cup? Why are we why are we talking about possibly going to the World Cup? That's not happening. DR Dominican Republic is not a team, right? And, and if it come back and bite me, I'll be happy. But Dominican Republic is not a team right now that is expected to do to, to qualify for the World Cup. I know this is a cleanup. Yeah, because because you never know, right? I said, remember DRB Jamaica and made it to the under 20 World Cup. Jamaica under 20, Jamaica under 23 teams from before, Jamaica under 17 teams, they're never good. They talked to Xavier Gilbert about, about um the 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 under the under teams and why why the underperform. I'm not being this is just me. I'm not worried about Dominican Republic. I'm not. If Jamaica can if Jamaica cannot butter bruise Dominican Republic woman away, nobody think more welcome. Of course, the reggae boys have Nations League um semi-final games coming up. Um game coming up against Team USA. We'll do a watch along. I mean, this is a this is a favorable draw, I mean, for the reggae boys. And and ultimately the the objective is to make it to the next round. Yeah. Um, reggae boys, like you said, I think I echo your sentiments. If you want to go World Cup, you just have to get out of the group, and it will get more difficult in the next round. So you have to take care of your business here. And this crop of Jamaican players and how things are going with the dentist, I do expect them to advance into the final round. So, I mean, that's 
yeah, I, I don't. The final round for the reggae boys is when the real Gideon start because that final round now you're gonna be providing that you get out of the second round. The final round is where you have to win that group, and subsequently you'll be drawn in a group with another one of the so-called traditional Concacaf power, whether it's Costa Rica, Panama, Honduras. One of them other teams that you have to go, go, go battle with. But they'll be seeded. So chances are... Um, you, chances you, are you, Jamaica you, get a high seed. And you will avoid some of the, per, some of the perennial teams. Okay. You, you, you don't want to be the middle of the road. So you you don't want of course, you don't want to be... In a, so you would say you don't want to be in a group with a Costa Rica or Panama. Right. So you will take a Honduras or El Salvador or Haiti in your group. I'll take a Haiti. You will take a Haiti, but not a Honduras and or El Salvador. All of those Central American games are always going to be tough, okay. regardless. So that's why Guatemala game away is a big game. That's the biggest game for Jamaica in the first group, right? Yeah. But if yeah. Jo- if look at it this way, guys. Jamaica is in the Nations League um, semifinals, right? And... They are easily one of the three best teams in CONCACAF right now. Easily. Yes, yes, yes. So the expectation should not be, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. It should be, yo, go there, take care of business, and we'll get ready for the World Cup. If six teams go out automatically qualify for the World Cup and Jamaica is in the top three right now in some of our minds, why are we even worried about it, right? It, it, it is almost like, we are we are we have been so burned by failure before that we have to be cautious. Right? Which is a fair thing, but I'm not going to do that. But I'll go do that. Yeah, but you know, so them set the ball around Junior, you have to play the game. Yes. Yes. You have to have to play the game. And and in this first in the second round, i.e. the the the, the group, you don't play and BM can remind me of this. You don't play every team. The two that you can remind me, try to look this up. Um, in the group that Jamaica in with Guatemala, Dominican Republic, and and Dominica, you don't our British Virgin Island or US, you don't play all the teams here. You, um it's it's similar to that format with the um the Nations League. Where you oh, that's how it is. You, you don't play. Every, you don't play that home and away. Um, there are some home and some away. What's in that? The real home and away, and you play everyone is in the final round. In the final round, right? So, um, the the format is that Jamaica and and they still need to draw the schedule. Jamaica will play. I think you end up playing maybe four games or three games. And you play each they team play each once. Team once. Okay, okay, you play each one team once, but not, yes. Yeah, so you not play them home and away. So you play each team once, and then the final round is when you do a home and away sort of scenario. Right. Th- thank you, BM. Thank you. So I mean, that means you might play Guatemala at home, and then you go to Dominica Republic. Go play them at Dominica. You might play Dominica at home, and you go to Dominica. You see me say so. We don't know yet who are we, who we are playing at home, and who we're playing away. So the Guatemala scenario about the game in Central America, we may not need to go to Central America. They may need to play us in in in, in the 
Well, you said you said not the office, but right. but but by and large, I mean Jamaica should make it out of this group. I mean, there's no top two teams go through the final round, so there should be no if nor but about it. Jamaica should make it out of the group. Right. Simple. That, that, that is that is my that is my feeling. All right. Just to remind listeners, the landscape of things. Concacaf just um, released the, the the landscape of things for the 2026 World Cup. By the way, people, let's start book plan, getting yourself ready for 2026 World Cup, because our road, we are do road, we are do road. Um, top three, the three teams automatically qualify the three hosts: Canada, Mexico, USA. Three direct qualifiers. From each group, so in the final round, you have um, four, three groups of four. The three group winners will automatically qualify. Then the best two second place teams will go to intercontinental playoff. Of course, um, there will be 48 teams at the 2026 World Cup. I and and BM says with this JFF, don't start planning yet. <laughs> but you can't. You can't. We have a president. Well, that's that's that. Yeah, very good point because you can't start plan because you don't have no president. Well, you have a president, but you have a lame duck president. Pretty much. Um. Also, Junior, the the U twenty team in some preparation camp, the Jamaican U twenty team in some preparation camps in down in Trinidad, uh, last three two to the Trinidadian team team down there. I, I want to ask you a, a question. It's not necessarily about the reggae boys. I, I think um, I, I think the Jamaican U20 under coach John Wall's guidance leave a lot of questions. So that's a whole other topic. I don't know if I trust John Wall to really coach Jamaica U20 team. But I understand he's part of the dentist coaching staff and that is responsibility. Fine. My question to you is this. Based on what you have seen of um, Trinidad and Tobago under Angus Eve and what we're seeing with their U20 team, would you consider the, the, the normalization committee being in charge in Trinidad a success? It's too early to tell. The jury is still out. I think, I think the World Cup qualification run will, will determine that answer because you have the, you have the honeymoon period. And and it's it's a little bit different in, in in international football because the games are so far apart that the the honeymoon period can extend longer. The Angus Eve um, aura can be there, but um, lose to Saint Kitts in Trinidad <laughs> and see what happens, right? So so the, the game right now. I think a Trinidad um, fan should be looking at this group and saying, you know what? We should be going to the final round. That's a different conversation than during the Nations League when it was, uh, yo, we just hope someone will get embarrassed. I don't even know what the hell to expect from this team. No expectations are now normalizing in Trinidad where Trinidad Cancer, we are now approaching back to being where we were before. No, we can start um, judging this experiment. Um, BM says we don't know John Wall to be <laughs> be a coach of any pedigree. 
Only thing I see so far is a big ego. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, look at which apart apart from Jamaica, was it the under seventeen team with Keith Kelly? Apart from that run, when has there ever been any good under whatever Jamaican team? I think yeah, the group, yeah. I think the group that followed Keith Kelly's team was a pretty decent um, U twenty team, I think. So you have the Keith that, Kelly class, which right. made the under seventeen World Cup, right? Right. And and right. and I think that that same class and that same class made the, another World Cup. I think so, but but that but but that that that's it. No, but 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 me I said the, the group that followed that class. I think the group I that followed that class was also a pretty good group. Because this youth um, is, I think it's Yushi and Brian, or Yushi, uh, whatever name, um, was, one of, one, was a pretty good player for them. And, and I think he ended up getting shot, unfortunately. Um, I, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I remember the fact because when, when I was following the group, I was like, yo. And then Akeem, I think Akeem Presley was in that group after Keith Kelly. So there was this. There was this other group of players that that followed the Keith Kelly group that I thought was very good. So Aki, I think Akeem Presley was in that group after Keith Kelly, and Akeem Presley was a baller, and it's just that unfortunately never materialized. Yeah. But I do remember Brian. Um, you see, uh, Yushi, I think it's Yushi and Brian. Um, unfortunately, I think he. I, I, yo. But, but where I was going with it still is that generally schoolboy football don't translate to international football. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, generally, generally. Yeah. Generally. So, so like BM said, John Wall, if you don't know John be a coach of any pedigree, we don't know, we don't know the players to be of any pedigree either. We don't but, know if it's but a John play, Wall, but, I, but John Wall, a recruit, I think he, 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 um, he called, I want to say, maybe four or five players from the U.S. circuit, under 20 players. So he's a recruit. And, and, of course, there's the, the British market where Jamaica always are trying to tap in. Right. So, so if he's getting his talent pool, um, then, and then you see BM says it was the mid-2000s group with Priestley and Shelton. They didn't live up to expectation. Yes. Luton, Shelton, and Akeem Presley. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so back to Januar. So Januar, a recruit, and should be recruiting. So he's getting the talent. It's just the question I have is, is really, is the coaching department really up to scratch? So I don't know. It's not the dentist coaching. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So... Uh, yeah, rest in peace to the one, um, Lutan, Fire Shelton. Big up yourself, family. Yeah. Big up yourself. Um, yo, what a show. Long, long, but we, we covered a lot of stuff. Covered a lot of topics. Um, Liverpool family, God go with them. As in a select, I search for another coach. Big up to Dalton and the crew because now they, they, it's, it's a star. It's like... It's like a new relationship now, you know. They might go find a player. They might end up with another Gerard Houllier coach. Steven Gerard. Ah, uh, worse, man, yo, don't, don't, don't bother with the foolishness. 
Or they might they might end up with um another Brandon Rogers fears. Stephen G. Yeah. Um big up to Democratic Republic of Congo. We don't know so the fans are gonna celebrate through the night. Uh, massive victory. Um, DR Congo defeated Egypt. DR Congo moves on to the next round. They will play um, Equatorial. Um, they will play a, a Guinea, who I think defeated Equatorial Guinea early on. Just want to make sure so we get the the facts before we we go over we had. We yeah, and, and and that I think that was the one zero game. Yeah, that was the game earlier. We just want to make sure so we. We get the accurate information. I mean, I mean, I mean. By the way, do you have anything to say about this nation, um, Asian Cup before Guam family? No. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah. I mean, Guinea defeated not... Equatorial Guinea, so Congo will play Guinea in the next round. Detroit leading San Francisco seven zero. All right. Right now, I'm a, this, right now I'm a Detroit fan. Yeah, so I guess it's supposed to be a San Francisco, um, uh, uh, Kansas City Super Bowl, right? Is that what the book because them out? Yeah, but I'm 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 a Detroit fan now. Okay, why last time you support um, Ravens, them not them not lose, so my dad will stay over there, sir. So. <laughs> um, yo, big up to Congo again, big victory. Big up to um, Tajikistan. Tajikistan defeated UAE for me, and they will make it in their inaugural. They make it to the to the last eight in their inaugural Asian Cup. So we'll we'll touch more on the Asian Cup as the tournament get get a, get a little bit more spicy. Yeah. All right, connect with us on Instagram at Ballchat Podcast. We're on Twitter at Ballchat One. Well, we're we're not on Twitter anymore. We're on X. At Ballchat One. We're on Facebook at Ballchat. Yo, stay tuned for another um, Afghan Cup recap video dropping sometime Tuesday night after the, the quarter uh, round of 16 wrap up. Yo. Yo, I that in a family. We, we are going where we are, you know. Yeah, we're gone, I wrote Enjoy yourself, Rashford. <laughs>